Hey, Narlin. Hey, mate. You know that free gift that we're handing out with every 10% off order on gin using the code PODCRAWL? Oh, that one from that small independent Cornish gin company? Do you think people are going to want to receive a Gareth? I I think when the first person receives their Gareth, the rest will follow. I just worry it's going to be a bit too much to send in the post. It'll be worth it, and it can see itself in through the door. Oh, it could. Good point. That's PODCRAWL for 10% off and a free gift at checkout. Gareth not included. You know you want it. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth, you ignorant slut. What beer are you drinking? Oh, I dumb a lightning. I just picked it up. It's award winning. And it's <laughs> from and it's from, I don't know where it won. Well award it won. Um, and it's um from Hotback Brewery, PLC. It's very nice actually. Very nice. Good. I, I heard something once at a pub trade show. You know when they're award winning, do you know it's perfectly legitimate business practice to create awards? Which I think is genius. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't actually say what award no, it, it would win. Actually, very, very few do. You'll notice. And ever since I've learned that, I've been like, "Fuck off!" I didn't believe the guy, and now I look, and I'm like, "Oh, so you can legally so say award winning on anything you want if you've given yourself the award." Who the fuck cares? That's true. You could just make up your own competition as long as it doesn't even have to be regulated. And a lot of them do. Just... So some of them. So so you could say, "Ah, oh, is it award winning beer? Best the best beer we do." Mm. You did a sample in at your brewery and they went, we like that one the most. Oh, it's an award winner. Stick that on the bottle. No legal ramifications. You're welcome. This is this yeah. is most this is similar with any kind of awards though, because people just go, Oh, it's an award winner. And then no one ever thinks of saying, Okay, what award did it win? What competition is that? <laughs> what's the what's the minimum things for entering? Is it a national competition? Who's presenting it? Was it good? And like, no one thinks. Everyone's too polite. They go, oh, I'll have some of that. (laughs) (laughs) I will happily pay six quid for a half pint of that. Mm. Yeah. It's award winning. Well, you're looking at the sucker who did fall for it. The skepticism comes in when it's like kebab shop of the year. You're like, fuck off. Well, it's like, now, but you say, because I always thought this when it says world's best pizza, and you're like, when have you ever seen a pizza judging contest? So I was cynical. But the kebab place in Ealing he goes London's best kebab and then proceeds to have a giant picture of himself winning said award at the back of his restaurant fair play he's got a picture of himself winning his award at the he back has. of his so own so restaurant you go, you go the pub shop and there's, gone full there's a picture and he's there like it's like one of those wallpaper pictures and he's there with the trophy smiling shaking the hands of I presume the head of the kebab chair associated <laughs> but knows who he is but he looks important mm. and they're both grinning their tits off and you're like you can't argue with that it's, it's either that or a very elaborate forgery, which also you have to respect. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat there. Anyway, um, that, that, those sweet dulcet tones you heard a bit earlier is uh, the sweet comment that is Mr. Will Preston and one half of Marvel vs. Marvel podcast on our podcast. Woo! Welcome, Will. Yay! Hey. I, I like that. <laughs> How are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not so bad. Just coping, really. Uh, trying to get things done uh, while... Keeping sane. Like that's yeah. I found myself yesterday killing forty-five minutes by having a bath. I didn't need one. I should like, waste good. an hour, don't it? You know. That's true. I've opted to just like I don't give a fuck about daylight anymore. I literally just wake up like yeah, bring me the night. See, that has to be a bit of a psychopath, isn't it? I suppose Gareth hasn't come out with that quote. I don't give a fuck about the daylight anymore. <laughs> 
Tell me again how a hooker was killed. I I miss those days. I crave daylight now. Like I I have a sad lamp. I turn the lights on and make sure the blinds are up when I'm working. I crave Mm. it at the moment. Because it's so depressing this time of year. I was I heard something this week that we used to hibernate. There's a theory that humans used to hibernate when we Mm. were and it makes sense because this this time of year always drives me crazy. What do you mean it makes yeah. sense? How, it would make sense. sense. Everyone in Finland would be fucking asleep until April. How do you know they're not? They've, got, they've got used to it. <laughs> they've got used to it, haven't they? But they have like mental yeah. days. It's like, right, sun's up. That'll be no, up no, for I mean, a week. It, no, it's before, you know, when we were ancient people, before trainers. <laughs> when you were a toddler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, before before civilizations, I guess. Yeah. I don't that's know. that's how they do it at Cambridge University, isn't it? Jurassic, Paleolithic, before trainers, yeah. after trainers. Before tra- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The footlocker period. I'm part of the post the post trainer period. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very important time in humanity. Yeah, yeah post trainer. <laughs> Everybody wearing clogs made from kale. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking. Um, so, Will, um, we get every guest. They do their three favourite pubs, bars, clubs, areas on the street where you like to drink with the homeless. We're a broad church. We judge not. Um, so broad church, crack- did you say? Yeah, I tried to say church. It went wrong. This is why I need you to stop drinking. We went severely yeah. wrong. Severely no, you wrong. I'm a straight guy. If you shouldn't mock, should you? It's unbelievable. <laughs> the, the atheist way of saying broad church. We're broad, broad church. church. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But Churchill came out with a very broad church here, Will. A very, very broad church. <laughs> we'll drink on the streets. We'll drink on the we'll streets. We'll drink on park benches. <laughs> we'll drink, yeah, on the landing grounds. We will never be sober. Right, good. That's that memory. I, 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 I was thinking that, yeah, he's going to do, do the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to do the rest yeah, of it. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> this will be the darkest hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, favourites. Yeah. Uh, I always say the best to last. Um, so about any further ado or terrible historical impressions from the post-trainer era, Will, what is your third favourite place to drink in the world? Well, actually, I had a top three, and then I've got a very long, li- well, short list of honourable mentions, if that's okay. More than okay. And I have no order with yeah, my yeah. top three. Oh, God, my top three. Oh, Oh, what do I sacrifice? I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have to go with um, my third favourite, which is also one place which I do drink probably more than the others, but only because it's easy to get to. And that would be the World's End in Camden. Okay, yeah. Oh, I, oh what's I, has anyone has anyone chose that? No, I don't. I I'm think surprised. it's been mentioned as an honourable mention. Yeah. by James Meakin. Yeah, I think, but it's never been on the list. So, well, it's a shout. I I, I think it's good to have a, 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 a I don't know what the term is uh, prefix that I am actually sober, and the only times I do drink are at my birthday, Christmas, and. Very, very special occasions. Uh, but I, I, I do like alcohol-free beer, and if I can get it when I'm out, brilliant. I, 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 I don't feel left out, so to speak. But before I went sober, God, I used to love drinking, uh, problematically, uh, <laughs> should we say. I used to love it quite a lot. Um, and the World's End was always a happy place for me. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys go out or, well, not obviously now, uh, uh, if you <laughs> if you have been out in Camden on a night out, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Cam- yeah. Camden. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think Camden is a fantastic place to go on a night out every now and again. Not all the time. There are other places to go in the city. Hey, what a great city we live in! But um, well, I, <laughs> I loved Cam- uh, World's End in Camden. That's that's mm. full name. Uh, <laughs> what I loved is it was a great pre-drinks venue. It could get a bit busy. Uh, but I don't think you really end up there. I don't think you end, you you, no. you you never end up at the World's End. You start or you somehow end there before ending up somewhere else. That's the World's End. What I love about it 
I love uh, the decor. I love the fact the main room obviously used to be a tram station and they set up facades of shop fronts all around. Uh, I, I, th- I think it's magical. I think that's such a great thing to have in a pub. And of course, the, you've got the upstairs bit, which is obviously a bit where it went over the tram or something. And, and, you, and you sat there with your drink uh, next to some goth, uh, <laughs> sat, on a, sat next to a barrel drinking, uh, I don't know, Shatner's Revenge or something. Uh, whatever ales they have or something. And, and you're looking uh, at this going, where did the trams go? What tram system did they have around here? I am going to get on my phone right now and stop talking to my friends and Google trams in London to see what happened there. I, I like that. Um, <laughs> it, it's a great being bar. They have a night, really, really good, good bar that goes all the way around. That's a great thing to have in a pub. Because the thing, thing is, pubs in London uh, and most of the country, you don't get a lot of space. Um, sometimes if you're lucky, you get an L shape, but usually it's yeah. just one straight thing. You don't get a 360 degree bar. Mm. And, every now, and I think uh, World's End just about manages it. And I think that's- I find, I find they get good, good coverage as well on the bar staff on the 360 front. Oh, like when superb they, coverage. They smash it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they've got that. They've got the it's very hard to, to pretend to ignore a cunt if you're a barman on a 360 bar. <laughs> like the, the L shape so you can always pretend there's something that needs doing around the corner. Oh, I know, I haven't done the <laughs> glass polishing and fuck off and just ignore everyone. Whereas the, the circular bar, eyes on you all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't like that. I, I've i never, as a stand-up, I, I don't think I've ever performed on a 360-degree venue. And I'd love to give it a go just to see what it's like, just so I can... I'll be spending half my time going, oh, I should have directed that joke at you and turn around and spin around. And, uh, yeah. uh, that would be most of my set would be doing that instead of doing actual jokes. Um, I like that area, that, that, that the feel of coverage. Uh, also, uh, now, I must warn you, with my favourite pubs, there is a running theme. Try and spot it. Uh, great jukebox. Uh, well, I say great jukebox. They have a great playlist. Um, it's a typically a rock bar, as you know, but it's like, you go to a rock bar and it's like, oh, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, so rocky. And it's like, yeah, that's great. But I, I, I want something a little bit more, you know, surprise me. And then one day it surprised me with one of my favorite bands, Porcupine Tree. Uh, right. I don't, not many people know them, even though no. the guy uh, behind the band, Stephen Wilson, uh, did three, had, had to put an extra dates at the Royal Albert Hall. And he got a UK number one in 2017 album. Uh, and, and it's like, oh. People wow. don't know who this progressive rock artist is. And it's like, <laughs> he's really good. You should check him out, everybody. Porcupine Tree. I'm going to say that again. But yeah, they, they play one of those songs that I really love. Uh, one, that, uh, one that got me through a lot of uni. And I was like, whoa, I didn't expect to hear that at a pub that's nice. You know, because usually you have to go to a terrible pub to get music you want. You know, it's, mm. that's the... Yeah, yeah, yeah like the, a, an elitist pub. Yeah. But is, were, they, were they playing at the Underworld, though? Because the World's End always plays, like, whatever band is playing on at the Underworld. Up the oh, no, no. I mean, um, no, no. I, I was about to say, they, they, they're too big for the Underworld. I mean, they, wow. they, they, they play, they play I mean, not, yeah. not the biggest, but, you know, the big, bigger venues. Unless they're yeah, doing yeah. an ultra-private show like Nine Inch Nails did that year, where they did a, what, yeah. something like the Underworld, and, and no one knew about it, and it looked mental. Uh, I like that. Um, uh, yeah, and, and, and speaking of that, yeah, I, one thing I do like about the world's end is right next to the underworld, right next to a gig venue. So that's, that, that, that definitely makes it feel like a pre gig place. It's right in the heart cams and it's right. It's located just right. And it's uh, located near some other pubs that I like as well, but they get honorable mentions later. If you can guess them, if you're listening at home, you can guess them. You probably know which ones they are. <laughs> but yeah, that's my third, that's my <laughs> nice, third favorite. Nice. Pub. And, and what was nice. your, well, 
you said you like the alcohol-free beers at the moment. Now, the Heineken one, I'm indifferent towards. Mm. But the Peroni one, I think is banging. Mm. Have, you, have you got a preference on your alcohol-free beers? Well, I, I, I go on, I, I try different ones because one of my favourite regular beers is Lef. And this is alcohol-free oh. Lef. And I, I, can, I got it ordered. It's, it's, it's not bad. It almost tastes the same as Lef. And I, I, but the problem is I can't find good uh, Prosecco. Or wine, wine and prosecco, very hard to non-alcoholize. But mm. I, I think my favourites, um, Air Digger. Germans are very good at alcohol-free beer because Germans love beer and hate fun. Uh, very <laughs> hey, stuck in a joke I wrote uh, the last year. They do. They do have a very, like, Germans is the biggest selection of alcohol-free beers and it's, it's good to check out. Uh, I, I go to Waitrose because I'm one middle class and two, it's the closest one to me. Um, and they have a good selection. Uh, there's, there's, there's some really good ones. Uh, there's some really good ones you can't, you can't see, but I can't, I can't remember. It's gone from my head. Uh, Beck's Blue is all right. That's all I go to. Heineken, I, mm. I'm okay with. Uh, as I said, Peroni. Uh, Budweiser, alcohol for alcohol free. Which, to be honest, I'm very surprised uh, you can squeeze more alcohol out of Budweiser. You know, because it's yeah. pretty close <laughs> to water anyway. Surprisingly good. <laughs> Surprise, surprisingly good. Um, I've, I've, I, I like, I like try. Oh, another one is, is, uh, what was I going to say? What's that bit? Uh, Brewdog. Brewdog. Yeah. Oh, Brewdog do, oh, yeah. Is that the one? Yeah, Nanny State. Yeah. Na- there's Nanny, Nanny State, yeah. There's Nanny State and they do an alcoholic version of Plum KF. Mm. And both, both, both are very nice. They taste just like how they, te- they should taste. And there's a few other beers like IPAs and, and whatnot that you'll find that do taste that non-alcoholic that do taste like 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 how they should. Obviously, this is the, yeah. Oh, my local pub has Old Speckled Hen non-alcoholic. They serve that. Yeah, and it's I've really tried good. that. Yeah. It's it's not bad. I used to drink Old Speckled Hen and Spitfire yeah. Ale and all that when I was going through that that period. Mm. Uh, a, a non-alcoholic version tastes like licorice. <laughs> it really has a licorice. See, I like, love licorice. That's so that what it is. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I was really taken aback because I was like, "Is this is this what the basis of all ale is? It's basically pre licorice or something? <laughs> what is this about? What the hell? I don't know." I get yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, yeah, that's. That, that that's me, non-alcohol, non-alcohol stuff. I I I love Bracken it. I love to it. be fair, that's a, that was a pretty yeah. good list. So I can't believe it's non-alcoholic. Let's say I'm well yeah. impressed with that. I didn't know that existed. So. I'm on the hunt. Well, now. You, have, you have to order it in. I got, yeah, I've got a big box of mixed beers from Beer Hawk. Fair. Uh, I, I get a monthly order every now and again. Oh, nice. And it's just you get you get random cans of stuff, and it's really you, you get you go. Ooh, I haven't tried this one before. This is really nice. And sometimes you go, Ooh, that tasted like burnt coffee. <laughs> like one of their IPAs tasted of burnt coffee, and I was just like, Ooh, no. I had that. It was I. It was a couple of years ago. I had to like drive my mate and his family to the airport and we was having like a gathering at mine anyway the night before i think you were there for that chris i was uh, i decided to get uh some i saw bavaria like non-alcoholic bavaria the bottles were like four pounders i well i mean like it's non-alcoholic i'm gonna just spend as little money as i can on it anyway and the taste was appalling which which bavaria beer is that is that the one that just says bavaria yeah Yeah, the one pound ones yeah oh I think I got that from, it might be a similar one. Morrison's, they had Bavaria, but it said Holland, Bavaria, Holland. It, it had Holland written on it. So it Did could be a different Bavaria. Bav- I think it had, uh, hmm. I think yeah, this, what part of it red. was red. But I remember tasting and going, that's all right. 
It's all right. I mean, I, uh, maybe mm. I wasn't. Maybe I was being too harsh. Maybe no, it's all different taste, isn't it? I was. I was sour on my friends having a good time, and I had to drive him to his holiday the next fucking morning. You have to be in the right <laughs> mood because I remember when I made the shift to no alcohol beer. I, I tried the Heineken one, and I was like, "Ooh!" at first, and then. On my third can, I was like, actually, this is quite good. So it's yeah. like, it's, and you weren't even drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a great thing because like, yeah. I, I think there was a placebo effect and it still kind of works where I feel more relaxed. I don't feel drunk. I feel relaxed. Okay. Yeah. And that's really good. And then I wake up the next morning and I somehow have a hangover because I got dehydrated because Yay. it still dehydrates you. Does it? Uh, I need to drink. Yeah, yeah. I need to drink lots of water when I do it as well. But mm. it, not not as bad hangover. But I mean, I get hangovers very easily, which is a massive curse. Yeah. Isn't yeah. how do they how do they <laughs> I felt make it? Isn't it just a freezing process or something? I don't know if it's a freezing or a boiling process. I think that's how they do it. Uh, some of the wines uh, they do. I don't know if it's like a microwave or something they use. I really yeah. I'm really interested in how they do it. Um, what I'd like is if I got felt drunk, but then didn't have a hangover and there were no health side effects, but I still had most control. Because the thing is, you get too drunk, you sort of yeah. black out or brown out, then you go, oh, what happened? Who did I insult? You know, who, who, who did I far fight with? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Good? That's an episode of how it's made. I really want to fucking see now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go back to so, your beer hall, mm. your monthly beer hall. That is a dangerous game. I was playing with fire because mm. my mate used to get those on the regular... And we had, and it's one of the best beers I've ever had, and bugging if I can ever find it again. It was Ghanaian, it was an ale, and it was chili chocolate ale. Oh, Buck no. me gently, it was stunning. You were like, this is insanity. <laughs> you drank it, you were like, I don't see what that, oh, spicy, oh, now I want more. Genius in the first place. And also, it was so good. But you try Googling Gartnayan chocolate chili beer. I've, I've given a good two hours of my life devoted to this shit. Cannot find <laughs> it. And it is awful because I know I'll never be there again. But at the time, my God, it was Nirvana. It's a dangerous game, Mr. Preston, a dangerous game. Oh, no, no, that's incredibly dangerous. I remember when I used to live back, back in Portsmouth, um, there used to be a big quickie mart uh, on the main road where all the, so, so a lot of the venues were. I remember getting, getting banana bread beer. I don't know if they do that. Have you ever my had that? My boy. That's my oh, favourite yeah, beer in the yeah, world, banana bread beer. It's so nice. Yes, I, I don't Wells know if I can... Brewery. Shout out. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that, was the only bit, that was the beer you could only get in places that definitely weren't chains and uh, sometimes preferred to use cash. <laughs> you you would be delighted to know they've now made the step up to Morrison's. Yeah, oh, I was going to say Morrison's beer. is the only place I've ever seen banana bread beer. That's, that's, a, that's legitimizing it. How is it? Is it made? Okay, this might sound stupid, and I might sound like an idiot when I ask this question. Because I had some beer the other day called Toast, which is made from toast. toast something. It's something to do with the toast process, or something. You know, some rejected bread or something. It's made from I don't know. But banana bread beer is not made. In any way, it just tastes like banana bread. It does. It does. This. Damn you, Ray Purchase. I was about to say, I can, yeah. ta- <laughs> I can taste you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> Hi, Will. Can you, Will, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> That's another show that took me a few goes to really get into. It took me my third attempt to really love that show. I didn't like what? it at first, but hey, I love it. I love it. I love toast. I've just been jumped. Oh no! What is what are you talking about now? I've totally lost. Bruce track. Sorry, so <laughs> Bruce Forsyth. Forsyth. Yeah. Because <laughs> Bon Jovi. 
Madame Gaga <laughs> and the cold play. Fire the nuclear weapons. This is going to turn <laughs> into just, yeah, we're just, just, just going to quote London Sam, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm a massive, I'm a big fan of Matt Berry. Me and my, me and my fiance, we love Matt Berry. Yeah. Anyway, back to pubs. I think Gareth toast is because it's the residue of bread they couldn't sell, so it's sort of. Um, not carbon neutral, but it's beneficial for the planet because we're making use of the waste and turning it into beer. Banana bread, if I had to hazard a guess, they've got banana flavouring in the mash as opposed to actual banana bread going in with the hops, I would guess, because they also do a sticky toffee pudding beer. I'm guessing to sell four for six quid in Morrison's, contribute to the wholesale fees. It's going to be a flavour syrup, not an actual brewing process. Is my shot in the dark, sir. I hope that helps. That does help, maybe. That was right. very tech. That was right. I mean, you said it with such confidence. It was so convincing. Yeah. You could have chatted any old shit. I said any old crap, mate. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody to hire for weddings and bar mitzvahs, but not funerals. I won't sell that shit. <laughs> Good. Because they're toast. Um, what's our happy medium? What's um, our second favourite place to drink? Second favourite place to drink, not that far away from the first, uh, from the third, sorry. Keep mm. it local. <laughs> uh, hot, it's in Holloway. Uh, it's a big mm. red on Holloway Road. You might, you might have been yeah, there. Been there. Yeah, I used to... There's gigs on there as well, Yeah, it? but it shut. It shut last year. Oh, is it shut? Was okay. it, it was last year, I'm not sure. Um, I used to, I, I lived on, uh, uh, until uh, summer last year, I lived on Seven Sisters Road. So I was within walking, finally within walking distance of that place. I only managed to go there a couple of times before it shut. And I was like, you're kidding me. That was such a waste. Yeah. It felt like such a waste. Obviously I went sober as well. So you moved like, again. Well, I've moved, I, I, n- yeah. I now live in um, glamorous Wapping, right by the river. So Ooh. I'm quite... Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Nice street. I love, I love dropping it in there because I'm genuinely thankful and happy to live here, even though I'm currently in the borough with the highest infection rate of COVID. <laughs> but you've got that pub that's used to ha- that has something for hanging people still? Or yeah. Or hang- the, old, the old prospect. Or something, the, old, the, the, the prospect of Whitby. There's another yeah. one as well, yeah. which, which is famous for hanging someone outside. Yeah, we, we, basically you go down the main streets. Um, I think it's just Wapping High Street or Wapping Street. And it's just, it looks like the, ni- the 19th century because you've still got cobbled pavements yeah. and you've got the old style uh, industrial buildings, sometimes with the connecting yeah. bridges across. Mm. It's really, really incredible. Mm. Mm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. The Big Red. Oh, you know, so big Red, yes. go in the Big Red. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, of course I went to the Big Red. I went there a few times, just not enough. That was the, that was the problem I was getting at. <laughs> mm. I, 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 uh, I, I really liked the decor in there. I, t- I think what I, 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 I loved... Say, paint the picture. I'm really sorry, but I think we might have a problem here, Gareth. Is the, is the red alluding to anything sinister? Mm. I'm just thinking Seven Sisters Road. There's something around there that me and Gareth ain't going to be fans of. What's that? Um... Mm. What do you reckon, Gareth? Oh. Big Red. Is, no, it's, don't worry, don't worry. I don't. Is think it not it is affiliated? Okay, we'll be all right then. I don't think so. I, I, need, to, not, I, need, to, I need to ask about this. What, what happened here? Gareth, you can explain that one. Yeah, I, I, I Arsenal happened. Ah, that Arsenal would be. Area, uh, so. yeah. I'm just thinking. I I don't think it is. It is. He's going to drop it in there. I th- yeah, no, but I don't think the pub's related to Arsenal. It no. wouldn't it's sub- nothing to do oh, with Are you worried that I'm an Arsenal fan? Well, no, I just thought it being no. called Big Red, and then you uh, might, okay. we were about to segue to and on match days, and then you know, no, we have to end this. No, 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 okay. no. no. Listen, <laughs> I, don't go, I don't go to football pubs. I don't like <laughs> football, so. Oh, cool. I'm not a we're that, fan we're at all. right there. I just thought Big uh, Red, Seven Sisters Road, Holloway Road, alarm bells are ringing. I thought, God, if they've got a 3 0 Walcott shirt hung up, shit's about to go down. 
Oh, well, f- funny you say that. <laughs> I used to live in Bow uh, w- with an ex, uh, and I- I'm talking, you know, right by the DLR station that goes to Stratford. I used to live right by there in uh, Bow. Can't remember anyway. And the pub just a few doors down was called the Little Driver, right next to a petrol station. Uh, the petrol Lovely. station was between my flat and the pub, and I never went in there. And my even my ex girlfriend, who was Greek, uh, and she totally got the, the 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 gist that this is a racist pub, or I, I don't know. It, we 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 it looked like it because they had a thing about that. You just looked in and went, "Oh man, it reminds me of where I'm from. I'm from uh, the south coast of um, England. I come from well, a place near Portsmouth. I used to live in uh, Gosport, and it looked like the pubs back there. And I was like, I want to go yeah. in there for old times' sake." But it's that kind of <laughs> everything that's run down in there and the guys look like they're ready to punch. And on match day, they had a, but no West Ham shirts, please, or something like on that. We not allowed in. I was like, oh, <laughs> God, that's, they must have had problems. But yeah, this, uh, the big red, the big red, um, nothing to do with football. It's a, it's a rock bar. It, 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 when you go in, you'll see it's like, well, you can't, it's, it's closed down, sadly. It closed down before yeah. the, uh, before the pandemic as well, I think. Uh, it just felt like an American rock bar. You had the day course, you know, the big open day call of, a, of, a, of an American bar, and it was just so nice. Uh, it had live bands. I saw a live band there. So I think it was some kind of stoner rock band. I just got went to meet a friend there after a gig, and he went, oh, if you're around, he's like, oh, I'm on the way back anyway. And so I just met him in there, and we had some, uh, we had some whiskeys and just watched this band play, mm-hmm. and it was, just, it was just like, now I'm just this is up the road for me, and it was just like a short walk back to my flat, and I was like, I'm so happy to be, be in such a active place you know it's just, yeah. it's, it, was, it was that nice feeling of things are happening around here um what else uh it, was the it, stage in the same room as the bar was there like a whole separate room it's same no, no i think the one they used uh was actually at the very front they used the very front as the stage and it worked absolutely fine uh it was it was it was great uh not only that i think they had a really good jukebox as, yeah they had a good jukebox as well i remember the jukebox there were some crackers on there mm. uh and and, and the, the clientele i mean if you're gonna have an american rock style rock bar, metal bar. Uh, I think a good thing is to go there and, and, and I know this is really weird to saying, oh, the people have got to be good too. Well, the people were just, just fitted in. There was, so, there was so much long hair and leather and, you know, and, and, and denim and whatnot. It was, it was perfect. It set up the, 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 the uh, ambiance perfectly, which is a word I don't use in rock bars. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how are Iron Maiden will? Oh, well, the ambiance was <laughs> magnifique. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you should see those stages of delightful moves on the set and the guitar. Uh, oh, yeah, wonderful. It's from the post trader recent era, you know, it was just delightful. Just delightful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's popper number two. Is it always whiskeys in Big Red? Well, I think it was Jack and Coke. Um, this is the thing. I if I'm if I'm if I'm at one of those kind of places uh, back when I was drinking, I would have definitely got a whiskey at least with a beer. That was the, sh- the, the, the habit I got into. Uh, oh, this is funny. Uh, I, when I was in Gosport, um, when I managed to escape from Gosport, um, this was me because I dropped out of college when I was 18. And then after a year and a half or so, uh, years and a half, two years of working in minimum wage jobs, I was like, I have ruined my life. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I, wanted to get to, I wanted to get to uni. So I had to reattend college, but only for a year. And I did, uh, I did hospital radio as well because I wanted to get into that. but. You know, obviously that never led anywhere. Uh, and I used to, on Friday nights, I would do a hospital radio show till nine and then uh, get a taxi or my mum would pick me up and drop me off the high street. Uh, and I'd go to the Weatherspoons there and see my college mates. And because uh, I was watching uh, Sin City, 
the film City. This was 2007. I, 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 I was quite into the film Sin City. So in, um, was it Marv? Marv's voice? I just go to the bar go, shot in the brew, keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, then we would have this, um, we would have uh, a pint and then we'd have um, uh, whiskey. But the thing is, they did wild turkey whiskey, which is quite a strong whiskey. So we went for that. Um, but I remember one time at that same place, a uh, mate of mine called Tim Shelton, uh, and we always remember this. We went, because a Weatherspoon in Gosport is where you're going to get cheap drinks. So we went, hey, fuck it, let's do it. So if you're a fan of Alan Partridge, uh, we ordered the Lady Boys, which is, what was it again? It was, uh, oh God, it was a shot of, it was a shot of Bailey's, a gin and tonic, and a pint of beer. And then we went, you know, uh, uh, and it cost about 10 tenner each. This was 2007 in Gosport. It cost about 10 tenner each. This, I think it was just after the financial crash. The financial crash, or well, it was kind of happening anyway. And then we was like, okay, we're, we're going to do this because everything's depressing. So we did that yes. and the hangover was awful. I mean, you see that on Alan Partridge <laughs> where he has, the, he has that and he wakes up later and, and he's just absolutely... T- the wasted and it's like yeah it they, they, that kicked that really kicked <laughs> no better drink to, to drink into the financial crisis though is there apart from uh, <laughs> like nail varnish remover no <laughs> why spirit so, why spirit i mean i i remember i got cheap vodka when i was at uni at the shop downstairs i think it was a spa but you got the cheapest vodka there and it i mean i i'm not a big fan of vodka anyway but it really just tasted like i was drinking ethanol well, I like, feel I may have <laughs> already mentioned this on this podcast, but I would do yeah. it again for, for argument's sake. I once naively asked my mother when I was hungover, well, you're quite hungover, son, I am indeed. What's the drunkest you've ever had your husband? She then recounted the story of the time she was picking him up from Workywood in a garage, mm. taking him into town, Yeovil, Osh. Yeovil. Yeovil. Yep. Taking him in the Yeovil to go drink. Ist, before it even got to the pub. Ooh, and the I've reason why is because all the mechanics had been sat around, they'd finished the crate of beer they'd bought, because it closed early on a Friday, and he was pissed, they found him pissed at his nut, they'd all been drinking white spirit. Oh! Yeah! Oh, yeah. Oh, white I'm, spirit. My that's brain damage. Pissed that's at his absolute- nut. I know, uh, white spirit. There you go. That's so and, he went, and I went, and I went, so I went, fuck off, bullshit. He went, oh, that's just what you did, isn't it? Is it? Is it what you did, is it? I, there you are. That's just Britain, mate. But you voted these people in. You're in a Tory safe seat. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shut the minds out. Go get some methylated <laughs> spirit. So, <laughs> when you talk to your mum about your dad, you ask her about her husband. Well, I Never said father. About, oh, what's, 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 the drunk, what's the drunkest father has ever been? Oh, that okay. one time I picked him out and he'd been on the methylated spirit. Sorry? Oh. oh, yeah, ask him. Did you use a drink white spirit? Well, yeah, it's just what you did, isn't it? I, no. No, no, no I, I, I draw the line yeah. at some places. I draw the line no, on I, things that are meant for cars, not people. I think yeah. that tends to be the fucking line. Like, I've never gone in, oh, a pint of petrol do me just fine. Like, it's just, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's a worry. So there you are. I, I remember there was a shop, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a booze shop in Soho where they just sell spirits. And there was one that was mm. 150% proof. I think it was Cuban. Oh, and it's I like, see. the idea is you really, not water it down, but you mix it with something and you really be careful with it. And it's like, that, could, that, that, that will kill you. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Right, what were we I, drinking that time when we went to Guildford? And we went in these fucking like, 
shots came out of plastic fucking that he got from the off license there was about 20 of them and he's like don't ask oh, what they I are remember. but they cost 4 and you know it's classy because it's got one of those yellow PD stickers on it so you know it's a legitimate product and they all came in multicoloured I, right, I, had I, had bake- I, had a, I had a cherry Bakewell shot Oh, nice! Nice. Do you know what it was? It was delightful. uh, There was a bubblegum one. There was an apple one. But you could tell that in a lab somewhere they were right. We've made the ethanol solution. Go get the flavored fucking pods and just. I'll be cherry bakewell. I'll be blueberry. Mix them about. Put them in a colour pot. Bob's your uncle. Done. That's the excess ethanol from the chemical plant sold off and repurposed. (laughs) Good work. Where's that that fucking toast? We got more to be making. Oh, what's that? 52% of people voted leave. It's a mystery. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Absolute mystery. Uh, Hey, we're telling this into politics now. We're going to shout at each other. No, um... Yeah, I, 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 I like the idea. I mean, I, 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 I've put stupid stuff in me. Uh, uh, you know, we, yeah, we've all done it. Who, 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 who hasn't, who hasn't uh, been violated by a weasel? But I, I, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just, I just shudder now to thinking, thinking about that because like, even when like last Christmas, I know the Christmas before because last year didn't count. Uh, Christmas two thousand nineteen. Um, there was a comedian sort of piss up at the at South Ken South Ken Comedy Club, uh, and I and I went there and I just got smashed. I got smashed to that point where you feel bloated and you're trying to finish your pint, and you just and, and then walking down the streets a challenge. And it's like very rarely have I got like that. And when you do, they, they, there's part of me is going, "This is great, this is fantastic," because <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Cracking. Well, it's time for the big boy, the, the big gun. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, hit yeah, it. Yeah. Let's hit it. Sadly, uh, this one is no longer uh, open, been closed for a few years now, uh, and is not in this country, <clears throat> but I will Ooh. never forget it. And uh, if my, I, I, doubt he, I, doubt, I doubt he is, but if uh, Paul Landry's listening, me and him used to go to Sweden, we used to go to Stockholm, and there's a pub there called uh, Harry B. James. It was right, uh, right near, if I remember right, God, it's, I'm trying to trying to conjure up the because have you ever been to Stockholm? No, Ex- uh, have you? No, no, I've- no. Expensive, but worth worth going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just basically you go. It's a rock bar. Notice the theme. It's a rock bar. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, again, really good decor. They had so much rock memorabilia all around. They really put put effort. It wasn't like. Okay, Big Red put effort in, obviously, but it's like, hey, we'll just put that there and make it look like a, 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 a. this. They had, they they put obviously put a lot of effort in. It felt like that. Not only that, but in the rafters, in the roof, in the ceiling, they say, uh, they had a, a train set. This big train what? set that with a train Up, going all around. Down. Oh no, not upside down. God, why would it would be, be upside mental. down? Well, <laughs> I thought the whole train set would be upside be down. And it would, upside like, you'd look up at it and then there'd be a train set. You know, because Swedish people, they're upside down, aren't they? That's a racial stereotype. Yeah, well, nobody are upside down rail systems in Sweden. Otherwise, you'd just be looking at the bottom half of a model models model train set. Not everyone's four foot something, darling. No, no, because you look at it, you don't you're not you're not always directly beneath it. You see it. You see it when you're looking. That's when you're looking up. That's what you. Yeah, because the pub's 2D in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I have no concept of angles. I only know what's directly above me because I'm from the original Grand Theft Auto. Um, yes. But, yeah. This is no. It was. It was it, before. I, I know it sounds like a. Re- it, it does sound like stupid things. Uh, repeating uh, the fact that I love this because the train set. But we love watching this train go around while drinking. That wasn't the only thing. 
they also had uh, this uh, cocktail there, uh, and it's it cost about twenty kroner, which is about twenty quid. Uh, and Oof. there was only one way to describe it. It was blue, and it came in a goldfish bowl. Or was it? <laughs> it was like basically like Jack and Coke, but kind of bluish. And it was in a goldfish bowl. And we'd just be there with our goldfish bowls, sat at the bar, holding it with both hands, like nodding our heads to the music. Because, again, great, great jukebox. And they also – and DJ. They had DJs uh, on there as well. They also yes. had um, a big projector screen showing music videos, but like 80s rock and stuff. And, man, sad times it's gone. That's what I'll say. You make I, it sound like um- – like a ski resort where they play like you know the <laughs> glam hair, glam metal bands that used to go out in ski resorts and get absolutely fucked. Yeah, I was that's, into that's I was I was into yeah. all that stuff. I was into all that stuff. I used to have hair um, for it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the only qualifying thing he needs. Yeah, I want to make I, sure I, of yeah. got the name right. Harry B James. Yeah, let me let me let me, let me search it. Wait a minute, Harry. James, because it doesn't sound very Swedish. That's why I was uh, make sure I've got that one right. Oh, because... wait a minute! Has it has it reopened? Good lord, it's <gasps> risen! Oh, a resurrection! Resurrection! No way. That's in the. Harry, I think I it's near it. the same. Harry B. James. What kind of place has they put this as? Free drinks, karaoke, best rock bar in Stockholm. Great stuff. Great karaoke. Boom. Oh my god! Oh. It's oh, yeah, it's been it's dry. Get, get a car. It's, <laughs> it's around the corner from where it used to be. But it's back. I'm really happy about that. Oh, that's that's made my day. Because I was really upset. <laughs> I was so upset that it was gone. Dude. And now it's actually Dude. reappeared. Oh, You can add that onto your list of special occasions to drink on. Yeah, if I ever can afford or uh, allow to go to Sweden again. Sweden, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, but also that, uh, it also had that sort of American bar and grill uh, thing to it where you could order food and the food was just... Yeah, great, great. Sweet, uh, Swedish people do uh, fried food quite well as well, so that was good. Yeah, right. uh, 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 again, similar to the others, but a little that little bit extra that made it go a little little bit longer. How did oh, you like, find it? How yeah. did you find it? Sorry, did you say oh, you yeah. beat me to it. You beat me to it, Lowe's. Uh, okay. oh. Synchronization. Mm. Would, would, would I go there again? Do you say sorry? Which was the question? Yeah, well, how did you find it? How did I find it? Um, I don't know if my. Uh, my, I went with my mate Paul Landry, who's, who's, who, I, who I went with. And I don't know if he found it before, because we stayed at a hostel. Uh, I'm not doing that again. Uh, and then we just, yeah, we stayed in a hostel. There was like a big room with bunk beds. And yeah. uh, we were just getting our cowboy boots on uh, and, 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 our, and our denim and whatnot and going out there. And we, I think we just stumbled upon it. And then we stumbled upon another one. But I'll mention that in my, um, in my, note, in my honorable mentions. And I'll give a brief little summary because I don't want to keep you guys here all evening. I've got other things to talk about <laughs> is as well. Cowboy, is cowboy boots a euphemism or, or no, were I, you wearing cowboy I, boots? I literally had a pair of cowboy boots, like ones that came up almost to your knees, like le- black leather ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to love wearing them. with skin tight jeans. Uh, I used to wear them with the skin tight uh, red and black tiger striped skinny jeans as well. Um, Whoa, nice. Yeah, I, I also tried to grow. This is 2013. I also tried to grow my hair with very bad results because I was so thin on top. I basically looked like Fraser. You know, when Fraser has long hair, I looked like that, and I thought I was cool. And uh, <laughs> it was of no uh, no surprise. I barely got any sex for a long time. You know, you said you was playing GTA before you come yeah. on this. Yes, and all the places that you've been to would be a place in GTA where you could just change costume. Oh, is that what and you're like, thinking? The connection is. No, 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 no. I just feel like that's the, all these places, Will, Will's outfit choices could be like a place at GTA where you just go change your clothes. Yeah, I, I wish it was that simple. <laughs> that's Jeez. definitely somewhere you'd pick Cousin Roman up pissed. <laughs> <laughs> hey! 
Actually, <laughs> I was, I, before I went on the podcast, I was taking him um, to Cock and Bell, the Kentucky Fried oh, Chicken. Oh, he loves it there. He loves it there, he's doesn't like, he? Oh, he's, he's like, a big ah, Nico, I was talking to your mother. She says you don't talk to him anymore. And it's like, what? And he's like, and, he, and then he starts going, ah, big American titties. I'll tell you, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of GTA 5. I think GTA 5 is a perfect game. So I decided, I've got a PC so I can up the graphics and whatnot. So I went back on GTA 4 and went, I have not given this a good enough chance. So I'm, I'm going back through it and I'm trying to 100% it. And I, I've decided to use public transport whenever I can <laughs> with mixed results. Keeping it eco. No, because I, I barely went on the tube. I always got in a car and zoomed off. And I'm like going, no, let's, let's use the tube. Let's, let's <laughs> developers put the time in. I want yeah. to see what they like, Did you know in GTA 5, they actually have an underground, they actually have an underground train? Yeah, yeah. But no one ever uses it. it. I just no got on it in uh, Rockford Hills, yeah. Barnwood Hills, and I, I used it to take me down to the airport. But do you know, it's like a one line <laughs> and it's useless. Do you know why? Because the LA Metro, and I've been, to, I've been on it, is shit. It's only one line. And it's like... That's 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 a, that's a satirical public transport system. Yeah, no one, no one, no no point in it. Just use a taxi. Just get a taxi. Anyway, um, we, we're all, we, we're that's my three pubs, and I've got some honourable mentions. Before. Well, I have questions for you. Then, would you like to do your hmm. maddest ever story, or would you like to list off your honourable mentions? I was thinking of going through honourable mentions and going for strangest encounters, and I'll be quick as I can because I don't know, I don't want to. Yeah, no, 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 no. We, we no, have no, time. We it. have time. So honourable mentions. Let's, let's get them off. Honourable mentions. So in no order, uh, the crowbar in Soho. It's small. There's not yeah. many beers. It has the atmosphere of a toilet in places, but it's in danger of closing. <laughs> and I will cry if it does. It's a great little pre-drinks <laughs> venue. Uh, and also, uh, we used to consider drinking in there before heading to... The Intrepid Fox, when it used to be in Soho. Yeah. <gasps> the Intrepid, Intrepid Fox. Yeah. That was it's my what they favorite. used to call Gareth. Oh. <laughs> I used to love that, even though it took two hours to get served and the bar staff were rude and it was absolutely heaving. I adored, adored it. It was, it was one of the, when I finally mm. got to London, I went, I need to go to a proper rock bar. I'm here. And I was just like, my people. Didn't speak to anyone because I'm fucking shy. I yeah, I, 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 I went there with, you've got you to gotta meet mates who go there and then go together and then that's how you socialise. You can't socialise. Did you ever go Did you ever go after it moved up to Tottenham Court Road? Because I used to go to the one in Soho oh. where they had the big statue and stuff. It was amazing. But never went to the one when they moved. You're talking about uh, when they were before in in Soho. I'm talking about when they went beneath Centrepoint. Beneath Centrepoint. Okay. But now that's moved. They've now moved that to Archway, out of the way. And I went there. Jesus. Not good. Is no. it, so, so you were talking about the one under centre point. Under centre point, yeah, yeah. Because Not- uh, everyone okay. says that to me, and they go, ah, that's not the real Intrepid Fox. <laughs> Show me the Intrepid Fox where Slash had a slash in it. We, sla- we, we actually saw Slash go in there. Like, Actually, one yeah. time Intrepid Fox, I, I met Herman Lee from Dragon Force, but apparently oh, they're, cool. they're always there, so it doesn't count. Um, um, that's, that's, those, 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 and now, it, yeah. oh, where is it in Archway? Then is it under the big sinister tower, the Archway I, Tower? No, you know that says that there's an island, there's a sort of big roundabout island. Thing. Yeah, it's like, I think, oh yeah, I think I think that's the one. Yeah, you know where I mean. Look it up. Look yeah, it up yeah. when you can. Um, other okay. other honourable <laughs> mentions uh, in Camden, uh, the Black Heart, which is down yeah. an alley, right. Just outside the world's end, it's it's a really good, really good little venue. Uh, re- you know, good jukebox, uh, U U shaped bar, 
Uh, they do gigs upstairs. What more do you want? Uh, yeah, and, and and my favorite in Camden, well, apart from the World's End, I, I think the World's End always always got me. But my little my little, mm, I, I, like I struggle to which one's the best. But this is a nice, a nice little pokey venue called the Hobgoblin. Used to be called the Dev. You know it. You knows it. Yeah, I used to go there so so much. Um, I remember I saw I, I, I one of my favorite bands at one point was the Cult, and I saw the Cult at yeah. um, the Roundhouse in Camden, and they, they, I was satisfied. But they didn't do Firewoman, which I really loved at the time. So he went to uh, the Hobgoblin afterwards, and the DJ was playing, and they went, "I play Firewoman." He did it, and I was like, "Yeah, the evening is done. Let's go home." Success. <laughs> I noticed that we've got no pubs from Gospel. Uh, I, I, I'm, st- I'm still going through the list. There's three more to go. Oh, good. We're all right there. <laughs> all right there. Good, good. Funny, funny, funny <laughs> you say that. Uh, Portsmouth, uh, I have to give the Deco. It was my old local, and uh, I, I used to know the people that, that worked there and ran it, and uh, I absolutely loved it. It was also uh, where, where the biker gang used to go as well sometimes, and I'll come up to – I'll tell you a story about them in a bit. Uh, uh, I was going to say, we're not going to let them go. <laughs> the last two, yeah. The last two, which is near where uh, Harry B. James in Stockholm is, called The Anchor. We went there and they were playing 80s rock. And, w- and when I went to Stockholm a third time, they were doing gambling. And I was just, wow, I, I, I'm amazed. It's not a lot, nice little rock biker bar. And there were some bikers at a table, but they were quite friendly. I kept going, Skål! And he went, Skål! And I was like, yay! <laughs> Holiday complete, you know. <laughs> and then the last one, because uh, I'm writing a show at the moment, my second hour show about a holiday I took um, to California and Las Vegas with someone who turned out to be a dick. Uh, and we, went, <laughs> we we made a stop off in Santa Barbara and there was a really good uh, sort of rock bar there called Whiskey Richards. Uh, and I think that deserves an honourable mention as well. I think that was my favourite bar on the journey. Well, this is this is the curse and the blessing of this podcast. I can tell that to you up picking this free. What, sorry? That's all you up picking those three out of that list. Yeah. The, the true drinkers, it's like picking your favourite child. It's like, I can't just I, name I the three. Pick. The joy no, is you've got uh, a concise description of, of a person's life. You're like, I, I know the person this person is, but the, the chore is, how do I kill my babies? Kill your darlings. Oh, it's very hard to do. Very yeah. hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Child, child, anyway, child, child murder is harder than it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's hear about the bikers. <laughs> So I've got a list of strangers and counters, but I'll get through them as soon as uh, as much as I can. So first one I'll go through is is just 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 little funny things because it's like I went through this and went I've drunk in a lot of places and got absolutely hammered, but nothing that amazing. Well, I'll let you be the judge, but some of it's a little bit little funny moments. Some of it's like whoa, <laughs> um, but nothing like whoa, you know, nothing like that. So that's my three levels of, of pub story. Um, <laughs> we, me and this uh, mate who turned out to be a prick, we went out, we met up with some friends of his. There were two Irish goths. Uh, women uh, and we 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 went to Camden. I think we went to the Elephant's Head. You know that one. I think is this head. is this before or after California? This Sorry. is before California. Yeah, yeah. And and okay. and, and, and during uh, my time of wearing cowboy boots, so 2013. You are, you have a slow burning you know getting to know somebody and realizing they're a prick. You know? Oh, it's quite trust- a long burning going on holiday to the other side of the world with them. Well, I just wanted to go to California and it was like, it's cheaper to go with someone. <laughs> and he seems to, he was acting friendly at first. They turned out to be a prick. <laughs> so it was like, oh. okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah these, 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 we were in, we're in there and they're to they're, you know, we're just all just having a laugh. And I, 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 you know, who doesn't love Father Ted? And I, you remember the lovely, the lovely girls' competition on Father Ted? Yeah, yep, I, yeah. I just, I just, I the bar, the barmaid was very attractive, and I went, oh, doesn't she have a lovely bottom? 
And in unison, they both applied, yes, but they, but they all have lovely bottoms. <laughs> Facing the line from Father Ted. That, uh, that, 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 was, that was a moment I'll never forget. Uh, I, don't, I wanted to avoid uh, stories where, uh, where bodily f- uh, fluids happen, because no one wants to hear that. Although, okay, okay, okay. Well, well. No, I'd rather not. Apart from, I'll give you this one. I'll give you this one. Just sounds like he's got loads. I had an epic time yeah. where I'm surprised I wasn't arrested or killed uh, when I was. I drunkenly ran across um, <laughs> a dual carriageway uh, to get home, uh, and, and I nearly got run over. Uh, and, and then, but the thing is, in I'm not. I'm not supposed to be telling you this. Uh, you know, I, I was. Uh, it was above Canary Wharf, so North Canary Wharf. You, you know, you, you have that sort of highway. And I just got off a bus. The and A13? Like, oh, yeah, the A th- yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, the old A13, that one. <laughs> I, I, I realised that I had to get across, but I was like, oh, so I was like, okay, I can do this. So I got myself ready, wait, wait for a gap in traffic and ran. And this is at night. I ran. Okay, it's clear. And then just as I'm about to vault over, I realised that there is a six foot wire fence. <laughs> And I don't know how I did this, but I vaulted over it, scrambled up, vaulted over, landed on the side, dodged a car, vaulted over another, fe- uh, like, a, like, a, like a barrier. And then I was just like, I looked back and went, shit, I just did that. I just did that. That's the kind of, sh- that's like a fucking origin story where someone like a, a subject just leaves an experimentation lab. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's just shadow, just like darts across someone's windshield yeah. and like dash cam footage being put yeah. together. Or you're actually dead and your spirit's left your body. I should have been dead. I looked at that and went, that is the most reckless thing I've ever done. It's like one of the reasons I really, I really went sober. But yeah, I, but another time we, we used to have, I used to live in South Wimbledon. Still impressive to- though. I wanted I- to know, you clearly vaulted that six foot wall in seconds flat like I, I think the adrenaline just kicked in and, it, and it, i don't think it was a clean vault i think there must there was, should have been some stumbling there i think there must have been some stumbling but i got over it and i, I think that's impressive for me enough but um another time because i used to live in south wimbledon and we used to love going to camden and the thing is with going back at night on the night bus you have to go all the way to trafalgar square chain and wait for ages change there oh, and take a you. long bus journey all the way down it used to take about two hours and I was just, I, 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 I was like, uh, and then um, I threw up on the seat in front of me. And I've, I, I've I had thought, a similar situation. And I, I'm ashamed of that. A, I, I've done some stupid, regretful things when drunk, and that was that's one of the one of the probably one of the more mild ones. But like, I, I threw up on the seat in front of me, and the bus stopped at the stop, and no one was in front of me. It was all right, but uh, a guy got up. We were on the top floor. He, he went to the stairs, and he looked back at everybody and went, don't you judge that man. We have all been there, and it was the kindest, <laughs> kindest thing anyone's done. Kindest thing. Good. Who's right as well? I, 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 I think, I think that was, I think that was, um, I think, I think that was absolutely fine. Uh, that, was, that was a nice thing to do. Another one is uh, yeah. my first pub I used to drink in was the Clarence and Gosport. We ruled seventeen. Well, those pubs. Don't worry, of I don't course. think they'll be listening to this podcast. But we, 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 uh, we've had many of those come on this podcast. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, it was. It, 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 I, I sometimes still. I've, I've, I've gone there since, obviously. Uh, but yeah, we used to go there. But it got to the point where it was taking the piss, and like people coming from out of town to drink there. <laughs> so, I do. And, and they had the back room, and it was very clear that we weren't eighteen, and we all had pints of cider. <laughs> and then one day, it was so early for the back. One day, the police came. And everybody hit their pints all at once. And it was fucking <laughs> classic. 
It was, it was, it was, I have never seen, I mean, even for teenagers, even for hormonal, anxious teenagers to be that nervous, we were nervous. We went off the scale, we're hiding behind a curtain, under the thing, behind a thing, and we're just like, and then, then you have to explain to, okay, luckily they didn't come in, but if the policeman came in, you then have to explain to the police, like, why are you gathered here? And you'd have to go like, it's his birthday <laughs> or something like that. Why would so many teenagers be in the back room of a pub with no drinks? <laughs> Just, I just never thought that. It's like, that's the worst thing. That they, 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 no, no, no. Oh, I don't know. I would have What's gone going on just... in here? Revision. We're revising. Yeah. All right? The, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, the, pub, the pub runs a fishing club. It's not a very, uh, it's not a very financial, uh, financially gainful adventure. That's the point. Um, I, um, my, my mum uh, knew, obviously knew I was going to the pub, but she used to, she used to, I think one time. She tipped she, them off. No, she, wow. Well, you know, <laughs> tough, tough love, but she's not that tough. Um, she, I think she, one time she gave me a tenner and she just basically went, <laughs> if you get, if you get caught, I didn't know anything about it. All right. Cause it's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm not stupid, but I used to do the same stuff as you will. But it's like, you know, and it's, 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 it's fine. But it, there was that. Um, okay. The deco. With the bikers now, the bikers there. I think they were the Vikings. Uh, I used to, I used to talk with some of them. Some, you know, some of them were quite fearsome. Like, you know, some of them you could just have a quick, you have a laugh with. And they were, I think I pissed one of them off once because I uh, spilt their drink. Uh, but that was in another venue. And oh god, I'm surprised I'm still alive. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I think he just got pissed off at me after that, and and just gave me looks, and that was it. But uh, this is the thing: uh, you guys went to uni, right? Uh, did you go to uni? Obviously, what, you, you guys went to uni or not? Or am I? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did you go to uni? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, right, did, yeah. Me and Chris did, went to uni in London. Oh, did yeah. you move? Did you move? So you didn't go too far. Did you, you never gone too far out of the way to go to uni, any of you? Yeah, I moved to Kent and then London. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I came from um, I came from Yeovil to London. Uh there we go. What what you have is what you have is you have a uh, small fish in a big pond uh, syndrome with some of the students. And some people who were hard back in their hometown of like five people were coming to the deco and, and, and someone thought, oh, it's a bike gang. Ooh. I didn't see this, but I got told it. And I love telling this story because it's brilliant. It's a short one. Like, oh, they're, they're giving it all that. And then they're like, oh, we'll start on the bike again. And apparently, apparently, the legend goes, within two minutes, they were calling the police. Because <laughs> the, the banker gang were. no. The, the students, oh, okay. <laughs> because they started on the bike again, and went, oh, <laughs> they're either going to the police or an ambulance or something. And it's like, there you God. go. Don't try it. Don't try hmm. it. It's stupid. I, I remember I used to I used to live in Hackney Road in you know Old Street, Hackney Road that goes between Hackney and then Old Street. Yeah, yeah and there was yeah. once a biker's funeral where they closed, where they all <laughs> rode in from like all over the country. And they just closed off Hackney Road and there was like barbecues taking place and everything. It was mental. Next day, there's just like pig's that's, heads from the pigs they've been cooking and stuff. It just took over <laughs> that whole road. That was a warning yeah. to you. You know what oh. you did. It oh, was now they just man. drove in. They all did a big drive-in and you could see all these bikers just coming yeah. in and they just closed off that whole road for a day and just got pissed and had barbecues. Right. I did go when they were having the bikers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fuck, that's, that's my biker gangs, yeah. man. Shit. I've just been waiting too serious to tell my biker story and that was it. <laughs> don't 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 fuck with people who A don't give a shit about killing people, B 
hang around yeah. with people who also don't give a shit about uh, killing other people, and C, don't have much to lose if they get caught for killing other people. So don't <laughs> mess with people like that. Uh, we, I, yeah. um, I, I, but during a during a travel to New York in 2017, I walked past the, I think it was the Hell's Angels headquarters or something. I, and it's like it's got a logo, and it's like okay, <laughs> yes, it's mm. a bit corporate. But I, I just walked. Past. You guys fucking sold out, man. Yeah, I, I, obviously, I said it quietly to myself, and then walked very <laughs> quickly away without making eye contact. But yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I've had some fun times. Um, another fun time in London with with some old workmates. This, this, uh, we. we we, we mainly just had some banter and stuff and whatnot. But I remember one time, uh, it was for a old workmate who was, was leaving, but I already left the company, but I sort of, we stayed in contact. So I came to this do and he was actually off his face, absolutely off his face. Uh, but before I had to take him to the toilet to be sick, there was a guy who thought it was funny to show a picture of his scrotum to everybody. I mean, I want to laugh because, I mean, You think unsolicited dick pic, but then it's like, boom, it's a scrotum. Hmm. <laughs> It's unpleasant. It's unpleasant. He was obviously. He was, yeah. he, oh no, it was on his phone, and he just go, go and, 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 and he do this yeah. thing. He do this thing where he tricks you and go, go, go. Actually, I gotta go. Hey, and he's like, no, don't show us your scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was very odd, and I was just there going. Mm. Anyway, I had to take my mate to the, the toilet to be sick. Uh, I promised you no bodily fluid stuff, but anyway. Uh, he um, got a bodily uh, part and the floor. Yeah, the, the toilet was out of order. <laughs> so I had to get my key and turn the thing up manually. You know, it's got that little, little uh, screw thing. Just got yeah, yeah. I just turned the key in and then shoved him in the toilet, closed the door and just stood outside it and, uh, while he was vomiting in there and gu- guarded him. And then when it was ready, locked it again. And we were just like, hey, if he can, t- if he can put things in it, that's not a toilet that's out of order, mate. You know, that's, that's how I look at it. <laughs> uh, that's good. I thought somebody was just doing a poo in there when you opened it up. No, it's just going to be scrotum guy. He's just there, like, with the real yeah. thing. Oh, just oh, out, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I've got poo on my scrotum. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh, I, got, I, got, I, uh, I remember another time at a gig. I used to go to gigs a lot. And then I remember one time I was really drunk at a gig, but I was there to support a mate's band. And you know the idea, okay, obviously you do comedy now, the, uh, the idea of a music gig is, you know, you get the support act first, then the main act. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, this gig, they did the main act first. Uh, the main act, uh, I think it's called William Control. They were a shoot-off band of some emo group. And they had like uh, cameras set up and they were posing around while they're doing it. And they obviously had a little following there. But then after that, the other bands came on, but nearly all the audience left. I thought, you know, you do not do that. That's so horrible. That's so horrible. That's so and shit. I, no. I know. And, and I didn't like this band anyway. And I was just like, I, I, I didn't understand what they were first. I hate, I was there. I, I was there with a mate. Uh, she was a model. She's like, six and a bit foot tall and I, I we were just there and I, and I was drinking and, and you remember do you remember ever watching Nefman the Buzzcocks uh, when they mm. had um, not Preston when they had Donny Tourette on <laughs> yeah you remember remember the bit where he put a cigarette in his mouth start smoking and he's like oh, so smoking, smoking cigarettes now. that you can legally <laughs> buy in any you shop to get <laughs> I was there at the back and he was, this guy was smoking on stage and I was going, and I timed it badly. I timed it when they just, that, that sweet spot, when the song ends and people don't start clapping and you see it and you go, oh, <laughs> that's you can legally buy it in any shop. 
shop. And then I got a guy giving me an earful in, in one ear going, man, if you don't like it, you can fucking get out. And I was like, whoa. I was thinking to myself, well, I'm about to be thrown out of here. And I turn and it's a 15-year-old or something. <laughs> and, then, and, he's, and, and then as soon as I look at him, he sort of panics a bit. It's like, well, it's not, you know, stop being a prick. And then like, my mate, she literally basically cranes over me because she's so tall and went, hey, he's allowed to say what he wants. <laughs> and I'm just there going, I don't know. I'm so helpless right now. It was so funny. I remember it was the same mate, though. Um, we went to Nottingham with her other half to see Nine Inch Nails, and uh, it was a great gig. And afterwards, we met up yeah. with some other people I knew from Portsmouth um, at a, a rock bar. And I can't remember the name of the rock bar, otherwise it would give an honorable mention, but uh, I was barely in there. And it was a really great, great, great night. And then we had to take our – we had to go all back to the same place, this uh, bed, this B&B that looked like it was from the League of Gentlemen. It had the most ominous look to it, and it was detached. It was on a main road, and it would just – we, we took photos of it and just went, oh, that's a local shop. Um, but I'm <laughs> – <laughs> You know, that kind five, of, five out of five local shops. Five out of You're five. You're my we, we, wife now. <laughs> yeah, we, we were constantly quoting that afterwards. She, uh, something happened and she just fell, fell faint. And she fainted before we were getting a taxi. And then it was like, and then immediately the taxi went, nope, and drove off. And we're like, oh God, we, and we can't walk back, especially with her in this condition. So we prop her on a bench and say, you okay? She's like, yeah. Okay, you know she's in it. She's 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 not right. I I, I think I think she had a, a condition that was happening at the time or a dietary thing. I forget which, but you know it, it wasn't through drinking. It wasn't through drinking. This was something else. So um, we then wait for the next taxi, the cat ta- cat taxi rag, and we we are picking propping her up. It's like weekend at Bernie's. We're taking to the taxi. Yeah, he's like, we we get in, and then and, and then and the taxi guy's looking at her and, and and she's pretty much falling, and he's like, no, drives off, and we're like, we give her the ultimatum. We say, look, either you're going to have to, I'm sorry you're in this, in this way right now, but you're going to have to really put all the effort you can into looking conscious until you get in the cab or we're calling an ambulance. And you could tell she's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it's like, we didn't want to be cruel, but this is a, no, not a life or death situation. It's just my, my massive inconvenience or minor inconvenience. Anyway, <laughs> we, we got, we, long story short, we got to the cab. It was like, it goes, and she's like, eh, okay, get in. Look, yeah, fine. We just shoved her in the back and went, and it was like that was that was one of those nights. Um, I got a couple more. Sorry, <laughs> so I got so much to say. I, 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 I some of this I'm using in my uh, hour show about the America trip. Um, oh, preview. One time, yeah, 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 a little bit of a preview. Uh, I might throw in. No, no, the other one has nothing to do with pubs. It would just be cruel to throw that one in. Uh, I, we were in Las Vegas, in old Vegas, and we we're at a bar, and. When you're on holiday and you're drunk with a mate and it's that kind of thing and you're in a bar situation, sometimes you just want to talk to random people. And I, I talked to random people and uh, there was this couple, older couple, uh, who were on their wedding anniversary. And, and I apologize. I'm really sorry to interrupt you. Say, no, no, it's fine, fine. And we talked uh, American politics um, with them. And I, I always wondered, I, I, it's, it's a bit of a tangent, quick tangent. He said to me, in this country, in America, we have two bad choices. And I was taken aback because like, obviously the Democrats are the good choice. And then you come to realize that de- Democrats actually aren't the left-wing party. They're just less bad than Republicans. Depending on, depending on your political outlook, but you know what I mean? It's a bit... It's a bit yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, and I, I get what he said. But at that moment, uh, my mate I was with, or well, the dickhead, because he had this thing of, um, 
He he's he gets his picture taken with uh, homeless people he gave money to and posted online. He's one of those people. Yeah. Uh... yeah. And oh. he, he brought a homeless guy into the past so he'd look good. And this homeless guy was just happy to be in. But it was just like, man, you're doing this for attention. Stop it. He's one of those yeah, people. Yeah, but then it's, oh man, at least he done it in a weird way. I, I probably wouldn't have done it. It's, a, it's like it's one of those weird it's things where it's like there's an act of kindness, but the motivation isn't kindness. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, taking your photos is a bit. Taking he, a photo he, is the worst he, one, he, I think. He's like that. He's basically doing it to cover up of how much of a terrible person he is. Uh, but the last story, we were in Santa Barbara at uh, Whiskey Richards, and this was a good eve. This was, this was a night that kicked off some, some events that were quite funny. Uh, not for him. Uh, basically, uh, we were at the bar. We were, we were outside because it's hot there, you know. California weather. Uh, and this guy comes up from Essex. Uh, he really looks like someone from Essex. Um, he was in a suit and he was in a model and he's obviously worked in sales or something. And he's obviously on Coke. He's like, hey, you guys from England as well? Hey, we started having a chat. And then before we can really get into talking about ourselves, he starts going on about how great The Wolf of Wall Street is. It's 2014, film had just come out and he yeah. looked like someone who would be in that film. And then he started going, mm-hmm. He started doing all that. And, and, I, I, he, and I was just there going, this sounds like a great film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he was with some model there. Uh, and then this other drunk guy with him was there. Bleached blonde hair, very chiseled, good looking features in a white suit. But he was off his face. He looked like Leonardo DiCaprio on Quaaludes in Wolf of Wall Street. He had that... <laughs> Thing going on, and and he said, he goes, is uh, and 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 it's this guy kept going. His brother's James Franco. And I was like, hmm. And like, and then I looking up online afterwards, like that was Dave Franco. That was Dave, Dave fucking Franco. Dave Franco <laughs> was off his face while we're having a night <laughs> out, and I kept googling Dave Franco blonde hair because he doesn't really have blonde hair, and I was like, that's him. And he was there. And then later, the Essex guy got cut out, chucked out the pub for having sex in the toilet with that model. Hey! <laughs> and, like, that was, and I don't know what happened home. to Dave Franco. Dave Franco was <laughs> randomly there. And I'm like, what did this Essex guy do to him? <laughs> Why is Dave Franco hanging out with Barry from Essex? What's yeah, going it's on? Like, it's like, yeah, okay. I always love the English yeah. sense of humour, especially people from Essex. You know, I, I don't know what he was saying, but. Wow, he was off it. He was properly off it's like, it. Dave, you fucking tit. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been funny to get a photo with him, but it would have been cruel as well. Yeah. Bracking. Well, we only have two more questions to ask you. Will um, we got some space behind the bar for your favorite ever bar snack and your favorite ever drink? So, bar snack first. And this is a. Oh, the bikers are coming. I need to sober up. Fuck. What do I eat? Bar snack. Not to sit down. Here's the menu, sir. Bar snack. Well, I've got, I've got. I wrote a few things down. If I'm if I'm gonna sit, if I have time, I'd like the option of grilled food, and I don't mean ham, egg, and chips from the Weatherspoons. What I'd like is some nachos or like a, a big burger, some fries, some slaw. You know, something really American with barbecue sauce. Something really heart attack inducing. I like the option of that with smaller portions if I want to watch my weight. Um, but, uh, I mean, if, if, I, if I'm feeling a bit classy, uh, bread, various breads and escargot. Oh, now that's new. Uh, that is new. Yeah, that, that was a fucking turn. <laughs> I, <laughs> various breads and snails. <laughs> Have you ever been drunk in Paris? It's wonderful. Um, 
I, when I first went to Paris on my own, sorry, going back to question two now. When I was on my par- Paris on my own, I stayed in a, um, not spare room. What's that thing they do, that room renting? Airbnb. Airbnb. Uh, Airbnb and it yeah. was a, a north side of the Seine, uh, near, I, I forget where it is, but it's on the way from, this, from Paris Garde du Nord. And I uh, couldn't access the room until five. Uh, the room was so I went to a bar and drunk red wine for a long time while reading a book. And then stumbled drunkly around uh, back to the place. And then when I got in, uh, the person there couldn't speak English, but they had a translator on the phone. It was quite funny. We were going, oh, okay, is everything okay for you? And then the, the phone would speak. Uh, and then it was fine. And I put my things down and then uh, fell asleep for two hours, woke up, vomited in the toilet, and then uh, looked at my phone only to find out that Leonard Nimoy died. The city of love. <laughs> I, I, then, oh. I, I then had to go out drinking in honour of Leonard Nimoy again. I had to keep this up. You had to rise from, the, from, from his <laughs> yeah. ashes. But but that, that was yeah, going that, on. That was, that <laughs> was that. But, but yeah, that's the thing. But when you're in, when you're in Paris and, or Paris, you know, and you're drinking in, in bistros and whatnot, you get a different class of food. And I, and I love escargot and I love having access to different breads. It's like I need something to soak up this drink. I need bread or something. And and it's well, just, a quick presentation question when we serve our escargot. Are we serving it in the shell or on that funny little thing that looks like a painter's um, palette? Oh, yeah, oh, palette, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's on that, but obviously they're still in the shell. And there's cool. all that garlic, garlicky mm. stuff in, and you've got that thing that looks like you're giving a cervical smear to a woman. You know, those tools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I look at them and go, I'm not a gynecologist, but I know what this is. Uh, <laughs> I, you uh, got those, but that's that's my that's my fancy. But uh, but if you want to ask me what my quick snack is, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm keeping escargot. That's that's oh, good. Okay, okay, going in. But I mean, give it to, I want to I want to shove in two quick snacks in there, which are halloumi fries, halloumi fries, and mozzarella sticks. Oh, that's very good contemporary. Mm. Ah, I've had I've had nice. some at a, at a pub. Range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. all about the food. <laughs> so finally, um. The drink, it can be draft, it can be cocktail, it can be that blue magic bowl with the upside down <laughs> train. It can be whatever drink you want. It can also be alcohol free. I think you would be the first. We'd so first. whatever De- one you fancy, Will. Depending if I'm celebrating or not, uh, left on tap for a start. On tap, fantastic. Don't want it in a bottle, want it out the tap. Uh, and just a big selection of alcohol free beers. Not, hey, Bex Blue. Sure, I'll have that. <laughs> I'll have five of those, please. <laughs> sweet oh well there we are left on tap left yeah, on tap sweet. let's go, go. Um, and then we have the world's end in Camden we had Big Red in Holloway sadly no more then we got Harry B. James and we thought oh no that's dead but rising like a phoenix <laughs> from the ashes it's back in a different location up the street <laughs> so thank you very much to this week's guest Mr. Will Preston yeah, yeah. thank you cheers Will yeah. thanks for coming on Will no my pleasure would you like to plug your stuff yeah sure so obviously, uh, comedy's not on right now, but you can watch me three times a week on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash willpreston87. Uh, I'm on there mostly playing Kerbal Space Program. I also co-host a uh, podcast called Marvel vs. Marvel uh, with Rob Holden. We, we, got, we, got, we, got, we got a bit of success with that. We, we, we're 20, over 20 episodes in, and we're basically covering uh, all the Marvel TV shows and films. And I've never read a Marvel comic, but Rob... My co-host uh, has pretty much read everything and has an encyclopedic knowledge, so we compare it how it was to the original comic. It's, if you're into Marvel comics, mm. if you're into Marvel films, 
either of those or you're just a geek in general, it's the podcast for you. Thank you very much to our guest, Mr. Will Preston, for reminding us that trains that appear in the rafters don't actually come upside down. If you want to talk all things pub and got some crazy stories, get a hold of us at podcrawlpubcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the Twitter and Instagram handles and say hello. And yeah, join us next week to see if we can get any more exotic than snails um, as the publication. <laughs> and to see if now and Chris will let me attempt the middle bit again next time. We'll see. If I can remember the, um, the, the what they called, tags? No. Fuck it. <laughs> what are they called? Handles, handles. Don't forget, we've twinned with a small Cornish gin company, G&T Tea Distilled Gin. Enter the code PODCRAWL at the checkout to get 10% off and a free gift. 